Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1845. Meeting my baby wasn't love at first sight. And that's okay. By Kimberly Zapata with Healthline.com. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday and welcome back for another parenting post with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Now, if you're new to ORD, I read articles to you each day that can help you improve the relationships in your life. And Thursday and Friday shows are dedicated to parenting articles specifically. So, with that said, let's jump into this article today about postpartum depression, courtesy of the ever-informative and ever-popular Healthline.com, as we optimize your life. Meeting my baby wasn't love at first sight, and that's okay, by Kimberly Zapata with Healthline.com. From the moment I conceived my firstborn, I was enamored. I rubbed my expanding belly frequently imagining what my daughter would look like and who she would be. I poked my midsection enthusiastically. I loved the way she responded to my touch, with a kick here and a jab there. And as she grew, so did my love for her. I couldn't wait to place her wet, wriggling body on my chest and see her face. But a strange thing happened when she was born. Because instead of being consumed by emotions, I was void of them. I winced when I heard her wail. Initially, I chalked the numbness up to exhaustion. I had labored for 34 hours, during which time I was hooked up to monitors, drips, and meds. But even after a meal, a shower, and several short naps, things were... off. My daughter felt like a stranger. I held her out of duty and obligation. I fed with contempt. Of course, I was ashamed by my response. Movies portray childbirth as beautiful, and many describe the mother-baby bond as all-encompassing and intense. For many, it's also instantaneous. At least it was for my husband. His eyes beamed the second he saw her. I could see his heart swell. But me? I felt nothing, and I was horrified. What was wrong with me? Had I screwed up? Was parenthood one big, massive mistake? Everyone assured me things would get better. You're a natural, they said. You're going to be a great mom. And I wanted to be. I spent nine months longing for this little life, and here she was, happy, healthy, and perfect. So, I waited. I smiled through the pain as we walked the warm Brooklyn streets. I swallowed tears when strangers doted on my daughter in Walgreens, Stop and Shop, and the local coffee shop. And I rubbed her back when I held her. It seemed normal, like the right thing to do. But nothing changed. I was angry, ashamed, hesitant, ambivalent, and resentful. As the weather cooled, so did my heart. 
and I lingered in this state for weeks, until I broke, until I couldn't take any more. My feelings were all over the place. You see, when my daughter was three months old, I learned that I was suffering from postpartum depression. The signs were there. I was anxious and emotional. I cried heavy, heaving sobs when my husband left for work. The tears fell as he walked down the hallway, well before the deadbolt slid into place. I cried if I spilled a glass of water or if my coffee got cold. I cried if there were too many dishes or if my cat threw up. And I cried because I was crying. I cried most hours of most days. I was angry at my husband and myself, though the former was misplaced and the latter was misguided. I snapped at my husband because I was jealous, and I berated myself for being so distant and downtrodden. I couldn't understand why I was unable to pull myself together. I also questioned my maternal instincts constantly. I felt inadequate. I was a bad mom. The good news is I got help. I began therapy and medication and slowly emerged from the postpartum fog, though I still didn't feel anything toward my growing child. Her gummy grin failed to pierce my cold, dead heart. And I'm not alone. A 2018 study found that it's common for mothers to experience a gap between expectations and reality and the sense of detachment from the child, resulting in guilt and shame. Catherine Stone, the creator of Postpartum Progress, expressed a similar sentiment after the birth of her son. Quote, I loved him because he was mine, sure. I loved him because he was gorgeous, and I loved him because he was cute and sweet and tiny. I loved him because he was my son, and I had to love him, didn't I? I felt like I had to love him because if I didn't, who else would? But I became convinced I didn't love him enough, and there was something wrong with me. What's more, every new mother I spoke to would go on and on and on about how much they loved their child, and how easy it was, and how natural it felt to them. But for me, it hadn't happened overnight. So I was officially a horrible, nasty, selfish freak of a person. End quote. The good news is that eventually, motherhood clicked, for me and for Stone. It took a year, but one day I looked at my daughter, really looked at her, and felt joy. I heard her sweet laugh for the very first time, and from that moment on, things got better. My love for her grew. But parenthood takes time. Bonding takes time. And while we all want to experience love at first sight, your initial feelings don't matter, at least not in the long run. What matters is how you evolve and grow together. Because I promise you, love finds a way. It will sneak in. You just listened to the post titled, Meeting My Baby Wasn't Love at First Sight, and That's Okay, by Kimberly Zapata with Healthline.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What 
flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. And a big thank you to Kimberly for this post and uh, being willing to open up about going to places many mothers have gone to, yet not necessarily talked about. This is a really wonderful and honest account of postpartum depression. And while I'm sure this post might have provided solace to new moms who are currently going through something similar, I hope that that same comfort can be had by parents who are having these feelings towards kids that aren't babies anymore, too. Postpartum depression is really laced with theatricality because it comes at a time when our excitement towards our children is expected to be at its highest. But parents might experience these feelings towards their kids later in life and feel a bit left behind. What of that resentment that creeps in later? What do we do with that? Surely that must be unacceptable since it isn't addressed as much, right? Well, trust that there are ebbs and flows all throughout your relationship timeline with your kids, just as there are in any facet of life. Though your recovery process will be unique to you and could potentially take some time and consist of some unexpected discoveries, the first step in healing will be the acceptance of these feelings. And the best support you can offer yourself consistently throughout this process is a lack of self-judgment. Your feelings are valid, and they've occurred for a reason. To shame and doubt yourself while appearing sensible uh, ultimately slows the process of you managing these feelings and developing healthy relationships. So keep that in mind, everyone. It's time to get going for now, but I'm so happy you came and joined for another episode today. You've done right by your relationships once again, and I thank you so much for that. Have a great day, contemplate this post, and be sure to come back for another parenting episode tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.